welcome back to the Eurostep podcast. I'm David Owens. I'm Ryan Greco. And today we have our producer, Alessio Toniolo, and a special guest, Patrick Roach. Hi, guys. I'm, I'm Patrick. I'm Alessio. I produce the show and edit the podcast. And to start us off, the first topic, some very big news. The Derrick Rose trade. Derrick Rose goes to the New York Knicks. Dennis Smith Jr. goes to the Pistons. And also to the Pistons, a 2021 second round. Like, the Pistons really won this trade. Like, Derrick Rose is getting old. He had a great run with the Bulls, but after his injury, hasn't really shown. His first game put up 14 points. And I think he will be a very good player as the Knicks are trying to make the playoffs. And also, Dennis Smith Jr., I mean, he's not a very impressive player. In three games this season with the Knicks, he only put up three points per game. And I think that a second-round pick doesn't really turn out very often to be a super good player. I think that the Knicks trying to make the playoffs won this trade. For our next big news topic, we have that ball brother, LaMelo Ball, is currently the biggest frontrunner for the Rookie of the Year race. Yes, now Lomelo Ball. I mean, he's he's a bit flashy. He's kind of he's kind of pretty popular on social media, but overall, he's actually a very a very good player. I think he's a very good contender for the Rookie of the Year award. And despite all the news on him and kind of the the community's view, he is a he's a very nice basketball player, and he's definitely a very good contender. Yeah, and I agree with that. Even though he does get a lot more credit than he should. One of his games, seven three-pointers and ten assists. This is a record for a rookie of his age, 20 years old, already showing like one of the top ten point guards in the NBA. And so next up, we have, will the Nets be looking to trade for Andre Drummond? Patrick, what do you think about this? Uh, um, well, I mean, I certainly think that they need it because, I mean, DeAndre Jordan clearly just isn't their guy. I mean, he's a great lob threat. You can just throw up lobs to him, but he's not the old Clippers DeAndre Jordan. They don't have a true rebounding good center it's really affecting their team on offense and on defense also looking at trades bradley beal really the person who carries the wizards and i mean he really just he's on his own in the wizards and he might be looking for a trade in the near future unless you have anything to say on that um yeah i think bradley beal overall is a very strong player and he had a very good run with the wizards along with john wall and since John Wall's on the Rockets now, I think he could be looking for a trade to reunite with him. And I think they have the chemistry there, and the Rockets could see that opportunity and really take charge of it. And for our next topic, we're going to talk about a very controversial topic for most, the greatest of all time. Now, we have a few different greatest of all time. We're going to talk about the, the up-and-coming goats like Zion, John Morant, and Luka Doncic, and also LeBron versus Michael Jordan. So to start us off, we're going to go with the up-and-coming goats. I don't really see Zion as a great contester for the GOAT. I really think John Morant's in the lead right now with Luka close behind. And I just really think Luka and John Morant, they're carrying the young players of the NBA right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that Zion is going to have the... I mean, he has a super high ceiling, but it's just can you reach that high ceiling, you know? I mean, I think that right now, I think it's Luca who has the best chance to become the up-and-coming GOAT. He's only, what, 21. He's already putting up a 30-point triple-double, it seems like, 
every other game. If he could get some really good teammates that could actually stay healthy, then I think that he could win a lot of rings in this league. And I do agree. I think that Luka is a great player. But on this list, I really think that Zion is the best here. I mean, he hasn't really shown a whole lot on the Pelicans. I mean, maybe he'll make the All-Star game this year. But other than Brandon Ingram, he doesn't have that much help right now. I could see him folding into that next LeBron if he can develop a very good three-point shot. And I think he can be very good in the future. And for our next joke topic, I mean, this is the main goat. LeBron versus Michael Jordan. Now, Michael Jordan, to me, has been the GOAT since the beginning. He has really just been the outstanding player of the NBA. Everyone's known who he is. He basically made the NBA what it is today. But LeBron is coming up close behind. This season, you've seen his shooting ability. He's starting to get more control outside the arc, and I really do think he can take over Michael Jordan in the few coming years. Yeah, so this controversial topic, I highly side with LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. I think that Michael Michael Jordan, and he's kind of like a, a childhood legend. Sure, he's won the most cha championships, but I mean, LeBron James, skill-wise, is just a very good all-around player in this time of age. He's just had a long, a long history of just being the best, being the goat of the NBA. His skill, his skill, he's more like an all-around player. As Michael Jordan's really good on defense and offense, he's a really good power player. But LeBron James, I think his, the main thing is that he has the advantage of the current time and how the NBA has developed, and so he has this time advantage over Michael Jordan because of the kind of the state of the NBA, how skill has been developed. Over the past whatever years, so I think Braun is definitely the goat. I I could not disagree more. MJ is is clearly the goat here, as he is better on offense. He has just more points. He's better on defense. He has a defense player of the year award, and also I mean, he's averages over 30 points a game in his career. He plays for way less years. I think that if he plays for like what. Braun played for, then he could maybe break the, the 40,000 point mark. Now, I do like your opinions, but, you know, Michael Jordan, he is currently the GOAT right now. I don't think you can deny that. But honestly, Braun, if he wins one more MVP and one more title, I think it's all Braun. Braun will pass MJ. Because you can think about it. Braun, throughout his whole career, you always think, oh, Braun's about to win a chip, even if he's in the playoffs. But for Michael Jordan, it was really those, like, six seasons that he really showed up. And I think that LeBron, if he gets another chip this year, he's won a chip with three different teams. He will be the GOAT in basketball. No, 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 no. Braun could not retire. Go play baseball for a year, then come back and win another three rings. Braun just couldn't do that. That's I know, but but think him. about this: the chem Michael Jordan had that chemistry over six season seasons, even with the baseball. But Michael, uh, but LeBron James has had to switch from three teams in a pretty short period of exactly. time. The way he can adapt, and he's just a good player in any situation. He's much more versatile, even even in his playing style. It's clearly LeBron James. Yes, I do agree. Michael Jordan is the goat right now, but LeBron, people are saying. He has an all-star in his team every year. He shapes those all-stars. He shapes his own team. Every single year, you see him coming out on top. LeBron will be the GOAT in the next few years, and he's not looking to stop. Michael Jordan was ready to retire after his sixth championship. LeBron, it, it just he's going for the GOAT. He's not stopping until he gets it. Yeah, LeBron James is really kind of the Tom Brady of 
basketball. He's a versatile leader, and I don't think he's ever going to stop. No, I mean, Tom Brady is has how many rings? Seven out of ten? Out, out, of ten. out of ten. Braun has, Braun has a losing record in the NBA Finals. Jordan hasn't lost in the NBA Finals. Braun has been Six swept. seasons, Roach. Six seasons. Yeah, he still has more in six seasons. He still has more in six seasons. Braun has had ten seasons and has two less. And, by the way, Jordan would have destroyed the Miami Heat last year. Because that, I mean, yeah, sure, they're a good team. But they don't have any, like, all-NBA players. No superstars on the team. So, I mean, and also Jordan has, would, would have never gotten swept in the finals either. True. And with moving on to that, we each listed our top five players all time with a few honorable mentions from each person. And to start us off, I'll go first. So, for my number one overall will be Jordan, for now. Yes, he, he, my overall will be Jordan. I mean, 14-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA, 5-time MVP. He just, he's on top right now. LeBron is close. He's got 16 All-Stars in his Rookie of the Year. He's, he's ready to become number one soon. Number three, I have Wilt Chamberlain, the man who scored 100 points, but... He averages 30 points per game for a few seasons, and I really do think that has a number three spot. Now, number four is one of my personal favorite NBA players, Kobe Bryant, 19-time All-Star. And Kobe Bryant, with a 32.9% three-point from outside the range, I mean, he's just, he's number four for me. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is my number five. I mean, most people would put him higher, but I just really don't think he's there yet. But then Julius Irving, he's my honorable mention. I mean, wasn't the top player, didn't really get a lot of credit. But I mean, just his dunks, his athleticism, he's like a better Russell Westbrook to me. I mean, I do have lots of problems with this, your list. I mean, for me, MJ's number one currently, but I think LeBron will pass him in a few years. He's number two for me. Kareem's three, six chips of all time and the most points scored of all time. I mean, that's super impressive. Four, I actually have Tim Duncan. No one gives him enough credit. He's the best power forward of all time. He won as many championships as Kobe, had more finals MVPs, more NBA MVPs with two, and was a 15-time All-Star. People don't give him the uh, respect he needs because he was a flashy player. Then number five, I have Bill Russell. I mean, yes, he didn't play in that competitive of a time period because no one was really that tall back then, but I mean... He had 11 chips. I mean, you can't deny that fact. And plus, he was an insane defender, probably the best of all time. Okay, now for my top five. I say it's very easy for me to say this first one. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The man has the most, most points scored in all of NBA. He has six chips, 24.6 points per game, and the classic skyhook move that he has on his opponents. 20 seasons on the Milwaukee Bucks. The man's an absolute legend. He's overall... Just such a good player. I mean, he's dominating his opponents with his height and his skill. Now on to my second one, LeBron James. As I said, LeBron James versus MJ, I've stated my points. And then, of course, Michael Jordan for number three. And then Curry for four. I mean, he hasn't had a long, good run. He's not like Michael Jordan or LeBron James or Kareem, where he's been good all of his career. But he had a, such a good run in 2015, 2016 all those years just dominating the Cavs and his opponents 
one of the best three-point shooters of all time. He has to be on this list. And then number five, Wilt Chamberlain. His height, his advantage, he was just such a good player. He could dominate any opponent in the point in the paint. And he had a 100-point game, which honestly is one of the greatest achievements in NBA history. Okay, so for my top five, at number five, well, at first I had thought that it was Magic Johnson. But then I took a very close examination and realized that it was my favorite player. And then another person in this podcast, all-time favorite player, Landry Shannon. He's the ultimate role player. He is a complete unit on the court. He's, if he gets more minutes, then he could possibly be an MVP. Gladly yeah. agree. Gladly. I, mean, I, th- I think I our think, whole podcast agrees. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's a general consensus here that he he's just a complete unit. Great offense. He can pass. He can rebound. He's a unit on defense. Just a, he's just an all-around great player. And at number four, I have Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, all time. I mean, I mean, he dropped 100 points in the game. He's averaged over 30 points, 20 rebounds, and four assists on his career. Um, he's a 13-time All-Star. He's a 10-time All-NBA player. He's a four-time MVP. He's just an all-around, just phenomenal player who just really dominated his time period. At number three, I have Kareem. He's the all-time scoring points leader. And um, he's a machine. He can really do it all. Great. I mean, he, had, he has six rings. Also, as the most MVPs of all time. He's just an all-around, just phenomenal player. Um, then at number two, Braun, and number one, MJ. I've already stated all my points on that, so that's my top five. And to move us on, we also did a top five for the current NBA. I think I'll start us off on this one. For my number five, I have Anthony Davis. I mean, he really does get helped a lot by LeBron, but he will be one of the best power forwards ever, in my opinion. He really, um, he just gets to the basket, has that inside control, offensively, defensively, he's there. At number four, Steph Curry. And I mean, you gotta look at Curry, man, this season. He's really got the, like, he's dropping 40-point games. He's got the skill that you need to carry the Warriors. Helps all of his team. 29.6 points per game and a 92.9 free throw average. And number three, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He carries the Bucks to top three in the Eastern Conference every single year. He's, he solely carries their team, in my opinion. I really do think he doesn't have anyone else helping him. At number two, Kevin Durant. Now, with the help of Kyrie and James Harden, I do believe the Nets will go to the championship this season. But Kevin Durant, you've seen how they perform without him. They have no defense, no offensive passing. It's basically just lobbing up threes whenever they can. Kevin Durant makes those plays happen when he's in-game. And I really hope he doesn't have to stay on COVID protocol for a long time. At number one, LeBron James, who, I mean, I've already stated my points. He's number two ever right now, going to be number one soon. And I just do think that he is the number one in the NBA right now. Okay, for my top five, um, at number five, I have Daniel Tice. He is a complete unit for the Celtics. He's their big man down. He might be the most efficient player in the NBA. He's shooting 60% from from the field, but 47% from three as a center. I don't care how many threes you take a game. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, He also is a decent player from the line as well. He's a baller on defense. He 
scores, he gets boards, he can pass, he can do it all. At number four, I have Joel Embiid. Um, I mean, he, I think he and Jokic right now are up there for the MVP race. I mean, they, in the main discussion right now, I mean, Joel, he's averaging 29 points, 11 boards, 3 assists. He's efficient, he's a good free throw shooter and, and three point shooter. Just a great all around player. Number three, I have Giannis. He's already a two-time MVP. He's on track to being maybe like a top 10 all-time player in the future if he keeps on going on this track. I mean, his inability to perform in the playoffs, or his team's inability to perform in the playoffs definitely is holding that back, but he's still a great player. Number two, I have Jokic. Um, he's averaging almost 28 points, almost 12 boards, and almost nine assists a game. He's a do-it-all player. He's even been pretty good on defense. In this season too, to me he's my MVP right now. And then at number one I have LeBron. He just makes his, his whole team better. He's efficient. He's gotten way better from the three. Just an all-around great team player. All right, now for my top five current. Number five I have uh, Landry Shamit. Great three-point shooter. I think it's already been discussed. He's just a perfect number five. His stats are really dominating the the scope of the NBA. And then on to number four, Anthony Davis. I mean, he's just always he's always been a good player for his NBA career. He's been in the All-Star game a, a lot of times, and he's just been dominating the spectrum of the NBA. And he's always he's always one of the All-Stars in the scene. On the number three, Harden. I think he's been getting uh, it's a little fat, but he still has his skills there. Number two, Giannis. Okay, now he just is carrying the Bucks. I, I don't know what to say. He's such a good player all around. There's, I mean, I, I can't say anything more. He has 28.1 points per game. He's in the GOAT conversation. And nonetheless, he carries the team. He's a current player, defensive player of the year's MVPs. And then my number one is LeBron. Okay, it's, it's LeBron. What can I say? 32 career triple doubles, 825 point games. He is the GOAT. Okay, now for my top five. I mean, for me, number five right now is Kevin Durant. I mean, he had COVID, but I mean, what he's been playing, he's been elite, averaging almost 30 points a game. He's just been such a good player for the Nets. Number four, I have LeBron. Right now, I think LeBron's the fourth best player in the league. He's still pulling up those MVP numbers at his age, and he's still acting like he wants that GOAT title. Number three, I have Giannis. People don't give Giannis enough credit. He's making Chris Middleton that great player. Giannis is really transforming the Bucs into that team in the regular season, but he needs to really show that he can take a team in the playoffs to the chip to really uh, cement himself as a top player maybe of all time. Number two, I have Nikola Jokic. His stats have been crazy this year, putting up almost a triple-double every game from the center position. I think he is an elite player and is carrying the Nuggets right now. And then number one, I have Joel Embiid. He carried the 76ers to the first in the East. I know they lost last night to the Trailblazers, but he still put up 35-9-3. and And his stats right now are crazy. I think that Embiid will win MVP this season. And for some honorable mentions, Jason Tatum going up to almost a 30 points per game. The man is not even in his prime yet, and he carries the Celtics. I really do think that's a great honorable mention. Yeah, and I agree with that, especially with how bad Kemp Walker has been playing. And I mean, if we want to go into like some like like awards, I think that 
Jalen Brown has been playing out of his mind in, in this season. He's been really, because I mean, Kemba really has not been very good. So I think that, I mean, he's really had to step up and take off some of the load from Kemba. Now next on to other news. The Nets having four straight losses, but one last night. I mean, the Nets, like we talked before, Kevin can't really sustain a defense without Kevin Durant. Had no defensive with Andre Jordan. Just popping up threes from outside the arc with James Harden and Kyrie. I mean, I honestly think the Nets really need Andre Drummond soon because DeAndre Jordan, he's not a very good defender. I've seen him play. He is not the defensive player the Nets need at center. And Jeff Green, I mean, he could get some points on the board, but he's also not a very good defender. I mean, KD, Shamit, Bruce Brown, they're pretty much the only good defenders on the Nets right now. Kyrie and James Harden, they're not really elite defenders. Even though they did win last night and in the first half only allowed the Pacers to score 30 points, I think if they really want to take their game to the top, they need to add some defensive players to their lineup. And then next, LaMelo Ball, 7 out of 10 threes, 10 assists. He's the youngest rookie ever with these with this amount of threes in a game. Um, he's, a, he's a very good young player, and he will be a very good uh, player for the rest of this season going into the playoffs. Yeah, he's Lonzo Ball. I mean, he started putting up his stats when he joined the uh, the Lakers in a few seasons ago, but hasn't really been showing out with the Pelicans, with Zion and Brandon Ingram kind of carrying that team. Hopefully, we can see Lamelo Ball keep up these stats throughout the years, but I I just don't really see it. I feel like he's gonna have a downward spiral. Yeah, he's very good right now, and I find it funny how he absolutely demolished his brother in in a game a couple weeks ago as we talked about on the last podcast but that 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 was just that was just a true sign of his skill and but he's not he's not going to sustain this skill for a while I think I mean you never know he he could he could be a very good player in the future but I think it's more of a right now sort of topic I mean also he's on the Hornets the Hornets they're not a very good team I mean and I'm pretty sure their whole team is not really healthy. I mean, LaMelo Ball, he's not the guy. I mean, he'll be pretty good in the future, but he's never going to be that LeBron, that elite player that takes his team to a chip every year. I think he'll be at best uh, in role player in the next 10 years. You know, I just got to disagree on that. I mean, I had my doubts about him coming out. I Frankly, I thought that he was going to be a bust. But he has proven to be maybe like already a top ten point guard in the league. I mean, he's been that good. He's he's been that exciting. He's been putting up triple doubles. I think that if he gets more minutes, then he could be a real like top ten. You yeah. think he's a top ten player in the league? No, right? point guard. Oh, point still guard. still for point no, guard, he's no. not even top twenty. I mean, geez, well, Louis, no, he, he's on the Hornets. He's the third best point guard on the Hornets. I mean, yes, he is. Rozier and Graham are better players he's, than him. No, yes, yes. No. Even Gordon Hayward can usually play better than him. He dropped a 40-point game last night, and I really just don't think LaMelo Ball is a great for a rookie, but not great in the NBA. Like, I would put Derrick Rose over him. Hasn't been playing great this year. I'd still put him over. I mean, I just really don't think I'd see LaMelo Ball in a top 10. I, I mean, but Maybe. I feel like if he was on a if he was on a much better team, uh, he could really he could really sh- show because any any good player team, I mean, they have to have the assistance of their teammates. You can't have a team like a hero team, uh, with the exception of LeBron. But uh, but 
you ha it's it's a team sport. You need good players. 2021, uh, he has 79% uh, free throws. I mean, that's not big of a stat, but I think that's pretty. I, I think that's pretty good. Well, I mean, frankly, maybe he's not top 10 right now, but he's definitely around that, that top that 14, 15, 16 range. If he has a good coach, because James Borrego... Oh, yeah, just, no, 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 no. He's special out there. He, he, tr I mean, frankly, if he plays him, like, a lot more like he should, because he should be starting right now, I think that he has the opportunity to be really something special. Yeah, um, he, not to mention, he's 19. Come, come on, he is 19 years old. That's not, that's not even like graduating college level. He's he's literally 19 years old and he's competing at this high of a level in the National Basketball Association. And to move on from that, Steph Curry, I really like. There's not a whole lot to talk about. He just carries his team. I mean, you see Draymond Green holding up a three sign in his last game instead of trying to go for the rebound. They just know he's gonna make it, dropping 40, 50 point games. Beating Clay Thompson's record, I just feel like he, he could be one of the best point guards ever. Yeah, well, he has to take that many shots. I mean, his other options on the court are Draymond Green from three, which he's never going to make. Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's his name because no one knows about him. He doesn't really have that many good second options on the team. And if, if Curry wants to win another title, he either needs to get Clay Thompson back once he gets back from injury or trade i mean i know he's loyal to the warriors but if he really wants to win and cement himself better than uh, magic johnson he's gotta move on and find a better team he has to carry his offense just needs he needs that defensive support from centers like james wiseman and with that we're, we're gonna talk a little bit about landry shamit a, a part of the big three with kd out i really do think it's shamit james harden and kyrie for the nets right now yeah, but I mean, I think that it's, it's really going to be a question of who is in that big three once KD comes back. I think James Harden and KD, I think, are the two that we know are, are going to be in it. But then it's either Shannon or it's Kyrie. Frankly, I mean, Kyrie, he missed a few weeks for personal issues while he was being investigated. He hasn't really seemed like he's been interactive with the team. But Shannon, he's been there this whole season. He's never taken a, a, a day off. He's been he's been working hard. I think that he, I mean, once KD comes back, it's going to be interesting to see who gets more playing time. But I think that clearly it, sh it should be Landry Shamit out there on the floor. And definitely one of the most underrated players on the Nets had to give up his number for James Harden. I feel like James Harden could have taken another number besides 13. But also, I really do think he could be part of the big three. Kyrie, I mean, not really showing up. Kind of showing like James Harden from the Rockets just kind of letting go, maybe getting traded soon. You never know. Well, on on about Harden, I think he's a re he's still a really good all-around player. Seven rebounds a game, 11 assists. He's really, he can really, with the big three, carry the nets. And to move on from that, our next topic will be the All-Star Game. For the All-Star Game, the leading voters for the East Side is Kevin Durant with 4 million votes. Giannis Antetokounmpo with 3 million votes, Joel Embiid with 3 million votes, Bradley Beal with 2.5 million votes, and Kyrie Irving with 2 million votes. 
right now I'm saying this is disrespectful for Sabonis. Sabonis is playing elite this season, and no one's giving him any love. They have Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo in front of him, and they both have not put up the numbers Sabonis has. Plus, Sabonis has carried the Pacers to be uh, the fifth seed in the East, and I really think that Sabonis should be number five on the East front court and should easily make this uh, All-Star game. Yeah, but I mean, I think that we know where the real, like, fan voting in general is just ridiculous for, for I think, two reasons. One, Clay Thompson is on this list. He hasn't played a single game this season. And then number two, where in the world is Landry Shaman? Exactly. Where is Landry Shaman? Why is he not on this list? I think that he should be a starter. And if he is a starter, then he will probably win the All-Star game and MVP. I mean, this is just absolutely ridiculous. Fan voting it should be eliminated immediately after this. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't completely agree with eliminating fan voting. Thankfully, they only have 50% of the voting share. But I, I do think there are there are the few jokers that put in Clay Thompson <laughs> and people like that. But I feel like the top five for each conference, I do think they're serious. Like Kevin Durant, definitely an all-star contestant. Bradley Beal, 100%. Kyrie Irving, probably. Giannis and Joel, both very likely to be an all-star. For the west side, we have LeBron James with 4.5 million votes. Nikola Jokic with 3 million votes. Kawhi with two and a half million votes. Steph Curry with four million votes. And the rookie from last year, Luka Doncic, with two and a half million votes. And one last very surprising one. I really hope he makes it. Alex Carusco with 200,000. Yeah, I mean, Alex Caruso has really just been phenomenal this season. He's been everybody's fan favorite. And then also, I've been really impressed with Christian Wood and how he has performed in this season. He's been a consistent 20 and 10 guy who's really helped make the Rockets like actually like a decent team in, in the West without James Harden, without Russell Westbrook, and without the core they had last year. I mean, I honestly thought that CJ McCollum, he would have definitely made the Western All-Star team. I mean, all he had to do was keep playing the way he was, averaging about 27 points per game. But then he had to get that injury, and now his chances have gone way down. Because the West guards are insane. Curry, Doncic, Lillard, Mitchell, Morant, and Booker are pretty much all locks. And Chris Paul is not that far behind because he is a great player. Even though he's not playing up the flashy stats, I think Chris Paul, his leadership has been a big part of the Sun's success. And you can really see how powerful those teams are. The Brooklyn Nets, all three of their players in the top five for either either the front court or the guards, and also it should be for four. The West. It should be four. Yes, it should be four. But also for the West, Anthony Davis and LeBron James both in the top five for the front court. So I really do think it's going to be the Nets versus the Lakers in the finals, it, because you can just see how powerful these teams are. How strong each connection is between both Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and then the Durant, Harden, and Kyrie trio. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be either the Lakers or the Clippers in the West. I mean, I, I think that the Clippers have really gained a lot of chemistry this season, but the Lakers are just too good. They added a ton of um, of really good pieces, Schroeder and Montrezl Harrell, um, last year. And then, I mean, the Nets, I don't know. 
their chemistry is just not it right now. I think that once they get Landry Shamit more minutes, then it's a definite lock. But just right now, just it's not it's not it for me. Yeah, I agree with that. And with that, I think we need to wrap up the podcast. I'm David Owens. I'm the guest star, Patrick Roche. I'm the producer, Alessio Toniolo. And I'm Ryan Greco. Thank you so much for watching.